Welcome to the Consummate Athlete Podcast, where we explore what it means to be a well-rounded, happy, goal-crushing athlete. Every week, myself, sports journalist Molly Herford, and cycling coach and kinesiologist Peter Glassford interview experts and chat through all of your training questions. We're excited to have you along for the ride. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Consummate Athlete Podcast and another quick question of the week Friday or Saturday episode, rather. Pretty excited about this oh, one. We're all working for the weekend. You can listen, I guess, when you want. It comes out usually on Saturdays, though. It's true. Uh, yeah, so uh, before we get into it, Peter, anything new and exciting with you? No, we're getting back into... Uh, it's funny how the year, you know, I try and keep track of when, you know, plan sales are up and people are asking about coaching, right, as you should with a business. There's patterns there. I'm not great at it, but I try. Uh, but there's always this... And it makes sense. You know, we sort of get into that May, June... And there's a little lull in the the plans. And then I'm like, oh, I suck. <laughs> right? Sort of like the middle of a race, right? You're starting to get tired and, you know, oh, it's... And then it comes back. You know, you can see the finish line. I don't know if I can see the finish line. All I'm saying is there's more plans coming in right now and it's good. Some exciting ones. We're starting to look towards... What are we at now? I guess we're looking into October, right? So... Oh, jeez. I guess that makes sense, right? That does make sense, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was funny. Just a while ago, I was talking about how (laughs) the uh, big August weekend, that second weekend in August, the Leadville, you know, all the stage races, or a lot of them are that weekend. Uh, That was three months ago. It's not true. This might be a good time to uh, recall our, you have a lot less time to train than you think you do, where I did Uh, the math on it, and I, I kind of pointed out that even if, like, when you have 11 months till your goal race, once you take out a few months of bad weather and then mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm. weekends where you're away with the family or vacation or the kid has a thing come up or your dog's sick or you're sick, uh, pretty soon you only have one long ride in that 11 months before your goal race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it does. That's the way it works, isn't it? Time. So I guess Time. P- PSA, cross is coming. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. And I think that's, that's I guess that was the one plan this week week i really enjoyed was a just cyclocross right we're just actually getting in there and doing the skills and doing the you know it's the base building i always say it's fine because they you can do the base in good weather nice nice so that that's what i've been up to all right perfect you've also been doing a lot of uh on bike coaching and some little group ride stuff a little bit of that season for sure yeah we're getting into nationals now so it's this crunch to to ride the nationals course i was gonna say two weeks to nationals how you feeling uh, not great right now. Last week, it's funny how things change. I mean, again, things change. Di- Saturday, I actually said to someone, I'm like, I'm quite fit right now. Uh, <laughs> today, I don't even, I don't think I can do it. Uh, so it ebbs and flows. Uh, I think most of that just ties to your sleep. Uh, you're definitely Very much. a nine hour a night person. Very for, much. I actually said to uh, one of my mom friends, I was dropping off headlamps that I'd borrowed for Western States for the other day. And uh, I started talking and as I was talking and complaining about, oh, you know, all this travel, like I've gotten really crappy sleep. I was up all night for Western States. I, you know, this 3 a.m. wake up and, you know, as I'm going, I just like trailed off and I was like, oh, this is this is your day to day, isn't it? And she's like, yeah, now you know how it feels. So uh, I have so much more sympathy. Yeah, for sure. Don't know how you do it. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so. Today's question. Um, yeah, it's been one I've had sort of on our list, but someone actually asked it. Uh, and it's about sort of wearing earbuds uh, off-road, I think is specific, but we can say, you know, while cycling, while running, I think it's the same or similar answer regardless. Oh, I was actually going to say I almost have a matrix for it. Yeah, I mean, how much it matters, I guess, right? But this is the question. And uh, there was actually, so there's a, a very, I guess, is it a matrix or is it a sliding scale? But th- there's probably situations where it's not appropriate. And, and the it actually came with two questions. Uh, which is what caught our eye. And so the one was uh, using it in like a group ride. 
which is just no like an organized group ride yeah yeah that's like a rude but b unsafe and usually against the club policies right and these aren't laws necessarily of the road but these are you know ethic uh, you know if we're in an ethical course this would be something where you know we agree to these values maybe uh but i think that that makes you know you should be talking to people or at least you know paying attention to everyone's safety well that's what i was gonna say further the point like the point of being on a group ride like the reason that you you have to concede workouts to be like for people so they can go on group rides is that they're supposed to be out there talking to people and socializing and that's the point well i mean everyone does it for different reasons i don't want to say that you have to talk to people or that every ride is social but you definitely want to be listening and we'll get into that a bit more um Beyond that, then we get into, you know, the racing and the, the just riding and training. And, and I listen to earbuds, let's be honest. Uh, I do it a lot, right? And, and usually it's more on endurance rides and usually more on the road. I have, uh, what are those other things called I have? Uh, like the bone, they're a vibration one. So they don't actually go in the ear, uh, which I think is safer. It doesn't always, you know, the, when it's windy, it's not as good. Uh, it doesn't sound as good. You sometimes can't hear it very well, but it does let you hear. And, and then when if I had normal ones, I usually go with just the right. Yeah, I was going to say, I use AirPods. I, if I'm running in a situation where there might be people around me, I'll use just one. Um, and the AirPods are actually pretty good for letting in noise around you. They have a couple different settings or yeah. for noise canceling. So, you know, why uh, is the question, right? And I, I don't, the road safety, whichever, this is important, but that's not even what we're talking about here. Like, I think the, the more interesting conversation, because, you know, whatever laws, I get it, safety, you know, everyone should be safe. Um, I, I think the bigger thing or the interesting thing is, you know, you're riding uh, and maybe you're doing intervals on the road or you're really pushing it on the road. Uh, you're in a group ride or you're off-road, I think this is getting non-negotiable. So the thing is that we have all these senses and we think about vision maybe, you know, where are you looking in the group ride? What are the cues that, you know, the group's about to explode into a pothole or make a corner or slow or accelerate or someone's attacking? So the visual stuff sort of makes sense. There's tactical, sorry, tactile, I should say. So the the feeling you have to your bike and the tires and, and that sort of thing. And, and I think that's a sense. Is there other senses? Like a smell isn't always so relevant uh, yeah. in this case. I mean, Taste, probably probably really. someone has different feelings on that. But the, the what you hear is actually, you know, and I'm sure people on the road could tell you all about, you know, the clicking of a gear or the accelerating or just the, you know, the bustle of of jerseys as someone's you know getting really antsy to start attacking uh and so the the sound is actually really important and it's another piece of information that we might use uh to uh, you know adapt to the environment uh you know so on the mountain bike or gravel bike or cyclocross bike you're going to start hearing shifting is important what is a smooth shift well the sound is one of the big cues to that and we want to practice and practice and practice. But you also get these cues from the tires, I think would be the big one, uh, you know, on the soil. Are right. you are you breaking loose? Uh, you know, and I can't even, just, you know, what is good, what is bad? I can't even really describe that to you. I think that's something that you have to feel uh, and hear rather. Uh, you have to hear it. And that's, you have to hear what tires that are inflated at the correct PSI sound like on different surfaces for the next 10 years and you'll keep getting better and better at these skills uh you know when you pump over whoops for example or do a jump there's a very clear sound when it sounds right it doesn't sound like kerplunk <laughs> right uh so i don't know i think it's it's pretty important not to use earphones 
you know, at least for the focus portion of your ride or the off-road portion or the intervals. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And I think to that point, the other interesting thing is actually the, the breathing. And I mm-hmm. know you've gotten so many people who comment after races where they're like, Oh, I was breathing really hard. I could hear myself breathe. And I always ask the question of, well, do you normally wear headphones for workouts? Sure. Yep. Because, you know, whether you have headphones on or if you're doing most of your workouts on the trainer and you have the TV going and the trainer going and all that, uh, the odds are pretty good that you're not actually hearing yourself doing like the panting breathing, but you're doing it. Sure. Um, and suddenly when you're outside and all you're hearing is that panting, uh, it's easier to get really panicked about your breath and re- like be like, oh my gosh, I have to slow down. I can't, I can't breathe. Well, really panicked, maybe. And, and then also I think just your, your perceived exertion might be if it's a percent higher, that's can be meaningful for sure. Yeah. So if, if you, if you, and this is everything, right? This is our book and talked about that feeling is everything perceived exertion is everything. And so as much as we want Watts to be this perfect, like a Watt is always a Watt, 200 Watts is always 200 Watts. It is absolutely not. And your perception of effort can change that hugely. You've felt that if you've been in a really hot day or, you know, with people or not with people or with your favorite music on, or you're not on. Yeah. I've said to David so many times, if I try to do my intervals while I'm listening to podcasts, they suck. If I do them while listening to music, they're really good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a couple months ago, my headphones died on me during one. And I was like, this sucked so hard, but it was probably the best workout I could have done to get ready for a race. And, And then you get into the specificity of you don't get usually to listen to music during the race. Now, usually you're motivated by the race and the competition, uh, but you do want to, be careful that you're not relying on it too much. For sure. And the longer the race, the harder it is to stay motivated by the competition or whatever is going sure, on. So sure. at some point, you're alone with your thoughts. And so there's ways, again, I'm not saying don't do it. And I'm not saying I don't do it. But sometimes what I'll do is, you know, if the intervals aren't too bad, I might even start with music. Certainly you could warm up with music. And then for the intervals, you're focused on the breathing and the pacing and the shifting and this sort of thing. And in the moment, right, we, it's almost this dissociation. You're trying to pay attention to the music so you don't know how much it's hurting. But then what if you would get more out of the intervals, regardless, even if the power went lower, if you actually sat with the discomfort, right? I call this putting the hand in the fire. Right. If you if you embraced putting the hand in the fire and you kept it there and you kept it there, not too far, because then you'll burn yourself and you have to go home because, you, you know, you popped, you didn't do the intervals. Uh, but you wonder if, if the, the, it's richer. Right. This is that ecology. Now we have the the auditory elements, right, the birds and, and this sort of thing, listening for the car behind you, listening for the person coming behind you. I, I think I think it's a big piece. I think the, the breathing is a big piece. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's. It's, it's pretty important. Yeah. I think the only thing I maybe want to add to though, is uh, if you are in a group ride and you notice someone has earbuds or something in, uh, rather than confronting them during the ride about it, uh, just remember there are some like hearing aids and stuff that resemble earbuds. So like be careful about yelling at someone for using them. Um, just kind of tread, tread lightly there. Just my PSA. Yeah. Sometimes the, you know, at the group stop, you remind everyone or something. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a delicate, I don't know. Again, I don't know the laws and the values systems there but that's why i wanted to keep it on the you know when you're thinking about training interventions could you try the training intervention just as we might go to altitude or you might try different types of you know whatever weighted things or not unweighted things or heavier things or hills or not hills uh try it and i the the flip side of this i think actually to your breathing point that's I, i had a point and i was rambling a bit the believe it or not the 
you could also use earplugs. Now this is a little dangerous, so you have to be careful. This is like an off-road situation. But if you are a person who finds, you know, the breathing or the other sounds maybe are tough, it actually is a neat experiment. Maybe trainer is the best spot even to try this if we want to be safe so I don't tell anyone to ride on the road with earplugs in. So no sound, but you actually become, the breath is very obvious because you can't hear outside sounds as much, but you can still hear your breathing because it's inside of you. Right. Um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. Some people really love it. And, and I've heard of people like actually sneaking into races um, to try and not be so overwhelmed or, or some races are really noisy too. Um, you could even consider that in the start if you're someone who gets really intimidated by the start and the start chatter sure. and then just take them out with like 30 seconds to go and, and everyone quiets yeah, down. Yeah. So that's again, something maybe to put on the list of just interesting things to try, right? You know, on a trainer ride, try using earplugs and just mm-hmm. see, you know, what changes again. It's okay if it feels harder. Uh, that sometimes is a nice training intervention if you can make it feel harder. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's that. I guess that makes sense. I, I think you can do whatever you want. We're not telling you to to, to not do it, uh, but be safe and follow your club uh, value system. Uh, and then also embrace the sounds uh, when you're in the environment. So especially for our mountain bikers, you know, going quickly on trails, there's a lot of uh, information to pull out of that. And, like and if I, there's a bear or a moose chasing you. I guess that that could be important for sure. Very helpful. I've, I've dodged a few deer hearing cracks in the woods. So, so there you have it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, I want to do more of these, uh, these ethical questions. I like the idea of being like an Ann Landers esque, okay. like advice yeah. columnist. Yeah. So, so if anyone has these sticky situations, we can, we can start covering more. Uh, what is that? It's like in newspapers. Like a dear Abby, like, yeah. Yeah, I think go. just advice columns. So if anyone needs advice on anything, especially these tricky uh, ethical questions, definitely hit us up. You can find us uh, over at consummateathlete.com. We have tons of content. We have a content or contact page. Get in touch. Uh, head over to consummateathlete on Instagram. Shoot us a DM. Uh, leave us a comment on this post. Whatever, whatever moves you to drop your thorny dilemma, training question, racing question, whatever in there. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Consummate Athlete Podcast. If you want to hear more training, racing, and endurance sport advice, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at consummateathlete.com for a weekly dose of inspiration and advice straight to your inbox.